Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Life Rewired podcast, and thank you guys for joining us on this Monday, January the 9th. We're really excited to get this episode out to you guys. This one's all about not being afraid to suck. You know, anytime we're beginning something new, whether we're starting a new business, starting in our fitness journey, or just, you know, going on any journey, you know, of trying to fulfill something in our lives, we have to be willing to suck. If we want to achieve greatness, if we want to excel, we have to start somewhere. Um, But before we begin, this episode is brought to you by Nash Nutrition. The Nash Bar is made with simple and nourishing ingredients, 20 grams of protein, and is naturally sweetened with honey and dates. And I cannot tell you guys all the feedback and positive feedback that I've been getting from clients about the Nash Bars. Every time a client asks me about a go-to snack that's minimally processed and healthy, filled with natural ingredients, I can't recommend the Nash Bar enough. It's something we recommend to all of our clients. They're bars that I eat every single day, and I can always rest assured I'm getting high-quality protein and minimally processed ingredients. And this is truly why we love Nash and we love the Nash Bars. And so check out the show notes after the episode for a link to their website and get you a box of bars to try for yourself. On to today's episode, which is be willing to suck. So this one is really obviously um, really makes just sense for the time that we're in right now. We're in week two of the new year. Obviously, a lot of that new year hype and all of the motivation has kind of worn off by now. And this is the perfect opportunity to deliver this episode to you guys, because for a lot of you guys, you know, you might be starting your fitness journey for the first time. You may be taking that first step of entering the gym, going over to the free weights, experimenting with the dumbbells, the barbells, you know, doing some cardio that you maybe have never done before. We know that this is a new journey for a lot of you guys out there. And even if you are someone that has been training for a long time and you're just realigning your goals and re-strategizing your approach for this new 2023 year, we all have to be open to the fact that it's not going to be perfect right off the bat. We have to be open to the fact that it's going to take growth. It's going to it's going to take lessons learned. It's going to take mistakes. It's going to take failure. It's going to take failing to really find out a lot about, you know, what really makes us successful. What lessons do we need to learn along the way to help us pivot, to adjust, but to do one thing, and that is to continue to push the needle forward by all means necessary. And that is, like we said, whether you guys are you know, starting your fitness journey for the first time or reassessing goals or starting a new business, whatever it may be, we have to be willing to suck because we all inevitably have to start somewhere. And it's a really tough pill to swallow, but if you guys want to achieve anything great in life, if you want to have that killer fitness transformation, if you want to start that podcast, if you want to start that business that you've always wanted to start, if you wanted to take that leap into a completely different career, one that everyone thinks you're crazy for doing, you all have to be willing to go through this phase of suck. Me and Christina have been there. Both of us have gone through seasons of life um, at various different points in our lives where you know we had that little bit of a... Uh, optimistic, crazy optimism in the back of our minds that we could achieve the things that we wanted to achieve, even if, you know, we had to suck at the beginning. And that's just something that we really want to emphasize to you guys is we've been there. We've gone through this process. We have sucked and we have learned from those things. But the thing is, is we would have never learned if we wouldn't have put one foot in front of the other. And that is really what led us to right now. And has led us to ultimately this episode, you know, that we want to help you guys just continue to push. We're in week two of 2023. Do not stop. Keep pushing that needle forward. And I'm going to start off per usual with a quote. You guys know I'm a big quote girl, but ultimately like you will never be 100% ready for anything. And the saying goes like you have to jump before you're ready and build your parachute on the way down. And that's showing that like you have to get out of your comfort zone, first of all, for anything like fulfilling. Number two, you have to be willing to suck and figure it out on your way down. You refine things later, but if you let opportunities pass you by, 
you're regardless, you're never going to be 100% ready. And one of my favorite things is what is for you will not pass you. And when something presents itself as an opportunity, it means that you are ready, whether you mentally feel ready, like you're physically ready for what comes your way. And mentally, it will catch up later. And I give an example later on. But when my first client approached me for coaching, I was not ready. I was literally terrified. I was like, this is going to suck because I don't know what I'm doing. In turn, like I had all the knowledge mentally. I just didn't have like the business systems that I have now. And that's the area I sucked in. And I'll explain that more later. But if you have an opportunity coming your way or like you want to take a leap in some way or get into the gym, start your fitness journey, sign up for a coach, like it's going to be scary and you're going to be afraid of failure. But if you stay within your comfort zone where it's safe, like you're going to be in the same spot in 2024 on January 9th. And to me, that's scarier than taking a leap and being willing to suck and like kind of embarrassing myself and then being able to pivot, learn and grow. Like that's what life is about is learning and growing and being able to adjust and pivot. But If you wait until you're ready, you will literally never start. Amen to that. Like literally just as we're talking about this, all I can think about is where this podcast started. You know, before we even talk about other areas in life that Christine and I struggled in the past with, you know, whether it be our fitness, you know, our fitness business or, you know, my time at Ohio State when I was a walk on, like whatever it may be, you know, the number one thing that, you know, popped into my head as we were just talking now was, was this podcast alone. You know, I started this podcast with like a $30, $40 mic from Amazon and literally the voice memo capability on the MacBook computer. Like, it's crazy. We've now, you know, upgraded our software. We've upgraded our hardware. We've got better microphones. We've got, you know, better editing, you know, within the software. We got better graphics. We've got, you know, now a collaboration between Christina's knowledge and my knowledge. And so this thing has grown tremendously over the last couple of years alone. And it did suck when I first started, but I had one goal in mind and I wanted to get this message to you guys. I wanted to positively impact your guys' lives in whatever possible way that I could. And if I would have waited for when I was ready, me and Chris wouldn't even be here talking to you guys right now. This would be episode one because we'd probably say, we we put off this podcast for two years. We should finally pull the trigger once we figured out the state of the art mics and the perfect editing software. But you guys would have been two years behind on knowledge. Exactly. Has it been two years? I think, yeah. So that's just insight right there that like we would, I think it would be doing you guys a disservice if we had waited till everything was perfect. And that's how I viewed coaching too. If I had waited till I was ready, I would have done hundreds of clients a disservice. And those clients that were with me when I sucked are still around today because they witnessed the growth and you guys witnessed the growth. And you may go back to our first couple episodes and hear the audio compared to where we are now. But if you didn't have that comparison, you would think our first couple episodes were great Mm -hmm. because that's all you knew. But as we've grown and the quality has increased, now this is the standard and it will only get better from here. But if we had waited till now, you guys would have no episodes on reverse dieting, personal development, every area of your fitness journey, and just being able to navigate dating, vacations, all of these episodes where I'm literally 67, we'd be on episode one if we waited till it was perfect. And that's the most important thing that you guys can probably take from this episode is to understand and be real about where you're at, but never lose sight of the vision in your mind of where you could potentially take it. And I think that's the most important thing to focus on and realize as you guys are starting something new. And honestly, I know I always reference my time um, as a walk-on and my time at Ohio State when I became a scholarship athlete, but I truly learned 
just so many crucial life lessons during that experience. And I'll never forget when I was like hyping myself up as I was about to walk onto the Ohio State football team, as I was transitioning out of the lacrosse team, you know, I was a really good football player in high school. And so I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to go right in. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to get on the field right away. Like I've got all these goals. I'm going to play special teams, going to get a scholarship. I had all these expectations of what I was going to do, like within the first 12 months of me being on the in the program. And I'll never forget like joining that team, like, doing the first warm up ever of like a workout and I was completely and utterly destroyed, exhausted, like literally dead, destroyed after like a warm up before we even hit the normal practice, the normal workout, the normal lifts, the meetings, like before we even did any of that, here I am literally dead after like a warm up. And it's like I got grounded really really quickly. <laughs> and once you're surrounded by people at that high caliber, you know, you realize, you know, just how good everyone around you really is. And it's humbling to realize like, damn, I'm not as good as I really think I am. And I, and I don't think I'm going to hit some of these expectations that I might've had. But one thing I did is I stuck with it. I kept going. I kept showing up. I kept trying to get better every single day, even amidst people telling me I was crazy, even amidst my own self-doubt at times. I just kept finding ways to just continually push that needle forward in any which way that I could. And that is really something that is now applied, you know, to my fitness business as well. I think something cool that just I've heard, I obviously wasn't in your life during your walk-on season and when you got your scholarship and your football playing days, I feel like I was just from what I've heard. But I think what's an eye-opening statement is like, if you would have listened to people saying like, why are you trying? Like, why bother? You know, and like playing it cool, like it's better to not try. Like a lot of people think like, yeah, a lot of people on the, during that time were like, it's cool to not try. Cause like, why would you even try? Like, yeah. No, like it's no almost embarrassing play. to try, you know, but if you had listened to that voice in your head or other people said, you would have been a walk on who left, which is yeah, the, the I probably statistic. Would have never played. And then you would have literally never gone like met your friends. You would have never had these stories to tell. You would have never inspired other walk-ons to play. And that's like your purpose is like what has led you here. And if you would have listened to like that voice in your head of saying like, it's cool not to try or like, why would you want to suck and expose yourself to criticism or failure? I'm just going to stay in the background and maybe like exit the team after mm -hmm. the year. I don't make it on percent. the field. Like you would literally never be where you are today. And isn't that crazy? Like the trajectory of like literally your whole life after that moment yeah, of like being willing who I am to suck. Yeah. is led literally. you where, we are, where you are today. It's crazy. That's so true. You wouldn't be back in Columbus. We would have never met. Like, once again, listening to your gut episode kind of correlates to this because, like, you felt that mm -hmm. inner voice telling you, like, to keep pushing through, and it led you to where you are now. It's like one small decision can literally impact your entire life. Literally. And it's so wild thinking back on that. It's like you don't even realize it in the moment, like, when you're, when you're grinding, when you're working, and you're just trying to, like, keep your head above water. You know, it's really hard to realize that like you can't see the outcome of your efforts, but what you guys can keep that whole time and something I kept that whole time was that deep belief. It's kind of what I said earlier, you know, you have to, no matter what you have right now, like you got to work with whatever resources you have in the moment, but don't ever lose sight of that vision and that goal. Like that is what you guys have to just fucking hold on to with all dear life, no matter what you're trying to achieve is like that deep, deep belief in yourself. A belief that not that you're not going to get from anything externally and a belief that you're not going to get from anybody else. It's it's truly a deep belief that you have to have in yourself, even when to the outside world, you might seem crazy, which is very similar to what I experienced when I was working my corporate job. And I wanted to leave that and do something entrepreneurial, do something that was risky, do something that didn't have, you know, a consistent income right away. Um, so I, I went through that same exact, you know, trajectory in my 
adult life as I was transitioning out of my corporate job and into what I'm doing right now. So I truly believe that not only did I learn so much from that, but it really helped me understand what it meant to start from ground zero. I remember like at the early stages when I did take that leap and I did start my fitness business, I just remember like, you know, having that feeling of, you know, being so um, new to it, you know, starting something from complete scratch and like not being 100% certain about where to take it or how to do it or how to implement the business systems or, you know, how to do certain things. You know, you don't really know a whole lot. You just have to begin. You have to start. You got to put one foot in front of the other. And luckily, you know, I had learned that from that football experience. I learned it from making that transition, you know, as a walk on to eventually that scholarship athlete of of what can happen if you keep that deep belief in yourself, even when everyone else thinks you're crazy. And so I really took that same mentality that I learned in that football journey, just like Christina said, it, it wouldn't like if I would have gone to that, I would never be where I am today. But luckily, I took that principle and I truly embraced it during the early, you know, adolescent stages of my fitness business. And it was tough because, you know, looking back, I did suck. Like Christina was saying in the beginning when she was, you know, starting with her first ever client, like shout out Lonnie Brown. I mean, literally me working with him, my first ever client is what sent me on this whole entire trajectory. You know, I didn't have the best, you know, business systems in place at the time. I didn't know how, you know, an entire life cycle, you know, of a client would even look or, you know, what some of these efficient ways of doing things um, really meant. And so I really just had to take what I knew. And what I knew is, is how to train. I knew, you know, a lot about nutrition. And so I took the resources and I took the tools that I at least knew at that moment, keeping that deep belief and pushed results for that first ever client. And, you know, he ended up having an unbelievable transformation and, and changing his whole life and, and honestly changing his whole physique. I think he lost like 40 pounds, 40 to 50 pounds, if I remember, and was jacked. Like it set, it set me on my whole trajectory. And, um, you know, while I, you know, maybe didn't necessarily have the best resources at the time, I used what I had and I got better. And that, that's the biggest thing, guys, is, you know, don't just also get comfortable. Don't just be satisfied with, you know, that one starting point. Always find that way to continually push that needle forward. I I am I feel like right now I've I've become like obsessed with that. It's like how can I, you know, just push the needle forward a little bit today? What am I doing today? If I don't feel like I did something or or an activity or a task or some type of like learning, listening to a podcast, reading the book I'm reading or studying something or, you know, researching this or learning this new business system that I can implement into the business. If I don't, if I feel like I don't do one of those things in a day, I feel like I haven't won the day. And I truly do believe when it comes to, you know, winning the day per se, you know, that really does mean pushing that needle forward just a little bit as insignificant as it may feel it's understanding where you ultimately want to go and where you ultimately want to be and and checking in on that and and envisioning that for a quick split second and then pulling yourself right back to what can i do right now to get to that end point and that is going to serve you guys in your fitness journey it is going to serve you in your careers whether you are working for someone or you are an entrepreneur if you guys can just find a way you know to push that needle forward little by little every single day you will be so shocked at how that will get you to that future vision and that future goal quicker than you may realize and i think one of the things that popped in my head when you were talking about that was like when you did that in football it helped you do it again in your business so like being willing to suck showed a return basically when you played football and got a scholarship and like your hard work paid off and you remembered that vision same thing happened in your business which we see with clients all the time when you're willing to suck or you're willing to like level up and just really prioritize your goals it transfers to all areas of your life and this podcast isn't just about personal development or fitness and nutrition 
It's about how all of the things we talk about literally apply to all areas of life. So when we're willing to suck in one area, it gives you confidence to get out of your comfort zone and suck in those other areas like a new relationship or a new job or moving cross country. And when you were talking about that, it reminded me of like, this really relates to the follow your gut episode too. When I moved to Columbus, people thought I was crazy. They were like, you have a thriving in-person business here. Why would you leave that and start from scratch in Columbus? But I was willing to suck because I knew that that was my vision. Like I knew this would take me to that next level. And I was willing to literally start from ground zero, like zero in-person clients here. So when you do it once, you can do it again. And I'll explain my story here in a second. But I think the reason why this episode came about at this time was because there's layers to this. Like you have to have self-awareness to be able to pivot. You have to be able to understand like what's not working and what you need to do to improve or level up in all areas. And then also personal development plays a huge role. I was not willing to suck when I didn't do personal development. I was like, I'm going to stay comfortable. I'm going to do what I've known. Like, what's so bad about staying where I'm at? But I was unhappy with where I was at. And ultimately, personal development showed me that there is, it showed me the way, I guess you could say. And you ask yourself for more. Yeah. And I wouldn't have known to do that if I didn't have self-awareness or personal development. And you kind of create self-awareness from doing personal development. So you guys listening to this podcast is that PD and the episode we have on self-awareness. So we wanted to do all those episodes like leading up to this point, And now you're at the place where you can be willing to suck. But if we had done this episode before you had done any personal development or done any self-awareness, like if this is your first episode listening to us, hi, welcome to the Life Rewired family. But definitely go back and listen to our PD recommendations and self-awareness because then this will all click a little bit easier. But also surrounding yourself with people who are also willing to suck. So like our, all of our clients come into the program and if it's your first week training in the gym, you have another veteran in the group chat who's also used that piece of equipment for the first time ever. I'll have clients send their form videos to the group chat and being willing to open it up to feedback and like being willing to be like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but does this look good? And people will give feedback or like, how do I use this attachment on the machine? Or even just like asking for help, like that's your ability to be willing to suck and being surrounded by other people who are willing to level up just really creates like that safe space to do so. So hopefully that all makes sense. But I do want to share my experience with being willing to suck. When I first started coaching in 2018, I literally jumped and built my parachute on the way down. I was not ready to coach for my mental abilities, but physically, like I had all the knowledge. I was certified. I had experience, but I was afraid to like charge for it. Like I had that imposter syndrome. And I think that's what holds a lot of people back from being willing to suck at something new. But I literally jumped out of my boss's car and my nine to five and went to a coffee shop and Googled how to start an online training business. And I found a business coach on Instagram. I literally put it on my credit card because I literally wasn't financially ready to invest in it. Not that I recommend that, but I made my (laughs) ROI within a year. That business coach even told me, she was like, you saw more success in this program than the other quote students of the business coaching. And I think it was because like, I just went all in and trusted the process. And I was was willing to fail. I literally was willing to make no ROI because I didn't know any different. But when I did, I'm like, wow, this really does work. Like being ready to you're never ready to invest in a coach. You're never ready to go all in on something new, but I just did it. And that gave me confidence to do it time and time again, like from then until now, like five years later, but building that confidence with my coach, it gave me permission to fail because I knew she would like help me build that parachute. Like if something didn't go right, she could help me. And I've kind of done that for Zach and he's, his business coaching has done that for him, but having someone in your corner to be like, you have permission to try this thing. If it doesn't work, we can pivot. But if you don't have someone to help you pivot, you feel lost, and then you go back in your shell of your comfort zone and never come out of it again. Well, looking back at my systems back then, my first client, shout out to Lauren, since we're giving shout outs, I literally charged through Venmo. I didn't have any subscriptions or systems in place. I 
had a PDF for my intake form for obviously systems have come about since then, like trainers and things like that. But I literally had an Excel sheet. Everything was on a Word doc. Even my check-in feedback was a typed up Word document like, Lauren, week 12 feedback. And now doing voice memo feedback and having these systems in place, it's like literally night and day. Yeah. And it's so crazy to see, like I even witnessed, like Christina found like an old PDF. I still have all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Like something that she released like years ago. And it's just so crazy and badass to think like, you know, she was chugging along in the trench, in the trenches, like pushing and pushing and like still fighting for, you know, this dream and this vision that she obviously is living right now. um, But with the resources that she had, you know, the things that we were just talking about, like, even for me, like luckily I had Christina to lean on when I took my dive into this and jumped into this. And obviously like, just like she's saying, my business systems have improved like tenfold from that first year but it's so cool to just see you know christina literally like having those old systems in place like literally pdf guides like workouts on pdfs not even like a training software like we've got it like we've got it good right now no videos no yeah no videos nothing like you were scrappy and like (laughs) i i just respect the hell out of that and like i feel like that's why what makes you such a good coach now is like you learned how to do it even with the resources that you had in that moment and now you know that you've grown that you've learned these new systems you have these new opportunities and these new tools at at your disposal it now makes you an even better coach and elevate you even more and i think that that's really cool you know to witness myself even to realize like you know i even started at like even a higher point you know with more resources yeah, if i started at zero you started at level 10 yeah <laughs> immediately <laughs> so it's really helped us you know in a, you know, reciprocated way, but also, you know, individually too, as we both have progressed in our own individual businesses. Yeah. And what's cool is like during those times, like you guys don't see the behind the scenes of like when I've like been willing to suck and embarrass myself. Like, as you were saying that, I thought back to like, I released like guides, like a nutrition guide that was like $10. I probably had like five people buy it. And I spent like 12 weeks creating it on Canva and making it perfect. And what I thought was perfect, but I definitely wasn't ready to release something like that. Like the audience and content I was pushing out back then is also embarrassing. And I think I still have it up, but like my content, I was willing to suck with that. And like what I was pushing out. And I also had an app back in the day. I was willing to suck in that. And even though that didn't work out, I wasn't afraid to like continue on in these ventures Mm -hmm. since 2020. So something else I wanted to mention in that is like a lot of people are afraid to suck based on like what people are going to perceive them as like a failure or like you're not that experienced. And I used to think I had to have like five years of experience, but you don't get that experience unless you put yourself out there and you are willing to suck. Because if I would have thought like, oh my gosh, my first client is going to judge me for not having it all figured out. She's literally still with me, <laughs> like literally five years later. And a lot of my clients are because they've seen that growth. And I, they've even told me like, I respect that you have grown and like changed your systems. And even people who aren't clients have messaged me. And I feel like this is like, I'm getting kind of braggy, so I'm going to shut up. But basically people will be like, I've seen you since the beginning. And like seeing how your business has grown makes me want to be a part of it. So like if you hide the like suckiness of being a beginner, then no one's going to respect that hustle or like that grind because they would have no, you wouldn't be where you are today if you weren't willing to suck. And it takes that vulnerability to be able to do that. And people respect it. Like you said, people will appreciate seeing the growth in real time that you go through. Yes. I've gotten the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And if you're a business owner, or like someone who wants to be an entrepreneur, and we know a lot of you out there who are listening are in those shoes, like you have to be willing to like start at ground zero in order to get to that vision that you have. Exactly. And the last thing I want to say really quick is that if this is a quote that like got me through, like I started a YouTube channel back in the day, we both have had apps, we've done certain things. But if you wait until you're proud of your first draft, you've waited too long. And I heard that quote back in 2018. So that's why I was pushing out like, I'll do this guide, I'll do this, you know, X, Y, and Z. Because if I'm, if I don't look back, and I'm like, low key, 
not embarrassed of where I started, then I waited too long to start. If I had waited till everything was perfect and I'm a perfectionist, I probably would have started my business like a year ago. And that's really what you guys have to think about is like, are you going to regret being judged more than you're going to regret when you're old and you're like, damn, you know, that one business idea that I had, that one thing I wanted to try, you know, that fitness journey that I wanted to start that I never did. Are you going to regret that more or are you going to regret what people think of you? And I guarantee you, you're going to always regret doing nothing. And that's the most important thing that you guys, you know, can really think about in this moment of this podcast episode is, are you going to sit there, you know, and, and be more upset about doing absolutely nothing or more upset about potentially taking a chance and taking an opportunity on yourself? Because the latter, you're going to grow, you're going to learn. There's always a positive return for do- taking action. Like even if you fail, you learn, you pivot, you adjust. Christine and I, like she just said, we, we've delivered fitness in many different ways over these last, you know, for me, the last three years, for Christina, the last, you know, five years. And, but we've always kept delivering. We've always kept showing up. We've always kept trying to serve those that we're trying to serve. You know, while we've pivoted and and adjusted and, and, and left things behind, you know, you learn from those things. So even when you do fail, even when you do stumble, even when things don't go as planned or they're not very much so, you know, aligning with that future vision, that future goal, know that that's okay. That is where you learn. That is where you learn what to put behind you. That is what you learn what to adjust moving forward. And so it's always better to do something than to do nothing at all. And I promise you, you know, from our own experiences, you will far less regret taking that chance than doing nothing. And that's always a quote that we say to our clients too. Like there's, it's, you should always be doing something rather than nothing. And that applies to all areas of your life. But I truly believe there is a reason for this season. And if it feels like it's an L for whatever reason, you learn from it and it's it's going to make you the person you are a year from now, two years from now. Like Zach talking about those seasons of football where maybe he wasn't playing, that felt like an L in the moment. But looking back, it made him the player he was when he did get a scholarship. So every season has a reason. And if you're in a season where you feel like this really sucks or like I'm not doing what I feel like I should be doing or like whatever that may be, like you tried something and you failed. Life is trial and error, and we have a long time to figure it out. But if you don't figure it out, you're going to be in the exact same spot. And once again, that scares me more than anything else. But I wanted to go into the fitness side of things too, because we know a lot of you may be listening for fitness advice. So obviously, with it being the new year, getting into the gym can be scary. Joining a new program can be scary. But once again, are you willing to suck at something new or look back on January 9th of 2024 and be in the exact same spot? Zero pounds lost, and not the weight loss is the overall goal, but like zero confidence in the gym. You have to be willing to feel silly in the gym for a minute. Like we all started in your shoes, believe it or not. The only difference is that we started in your shoes and we kept going. The only difference between you and a pro in whatever fitness realm, like CrossFit, bodybuilding, whatever, is that they just kept going and they figured it out along the way. So if you're getting into the gym and you're scared of like doing forming correctly and someone making fun of you or whatever that may be, like, first of all, once again, here's a reminder to be willing to suck. I do recommend going into it with like some kind of foundation of like a form video. All of our clients have exercise demos in their program. They have a program to follow, which also helps having a plan in place. But if you need like free resources, like literally look up on YouTube. If you just have like a written exercise, like barbell back squats, like look it up on YouTube. Just Google it. There's like a million demo videos. Yeah. There's so many creators out there that want to educate for free. So you do not have to like join a program, pay for a program. It obviously helps make it customized, but you can YouTube or Zach has a ton of form videos of like doing it incorrectly, doing it correctly. That will help you once again, free resource, feel more confident in the gym before you even step into the gym. Also following a plan helps you from like going in the gym and like free balling. Of course, to start, 
you can like walk on the treadmill, get a lay of the land if you just got a gym membership last week and just like see where the exercises are they'll t- or the equipment is. They'll typically give you a tour if it's your first time in the gym. Even when we went to the gym, like our new gym, they gave us a tour. And, like we've been in the gym for like 10 plus years. Like here's the barbell racks. Here's the cardio machines. Here's the studio with dumbbells and free weights and mats. Like when you know where everything is, you feel confident about going in and doing your first workout and getting that tour there's no shame in that but also like taking a look at the machines they all have instructions on them like like extension it shows the exact muscles you should be working and has a description if you look close enough it's a very small font on how to execute the movement once again you can youtube it and you'll see those visuals either on the machine or on youtube and if you're a client like be willing to send form videos i know a lot of people may be afraid of like that constructive criticism but you don't get better at that movement you could be a year into your program doing it incorrectly and not even engaging the correct muscles or like putting yourself at risk to injure yourself but if you're not willing to suck and be vulnerable and ask for that feedback then you're going to constantly stay a newbie but being willing to suck is not only getting in the gym but also being open to that feedback yeah and seeing yourself like fail and like seeing your form videos of you not necessarily performing something optimally is probably the absolute best thing you can possibly do because i feel like there's a lot of people in the gym like in their minds they're doing it one way but in, in real life they're doing it a different way and this speaks you know, truly to me. And I'm always encouraging my clients, especially my online clients to send me form check videos. Because, you know, for me, when I first started in fitness, I'll never forget, like, I always thought I was like a pro at like all these movement patterns and exercises. And then when I started making content for the first time, I would record myself moving through space. And I'd be like, Oh my God, I look like shit. Like (laughs) these are some things that I really need to correct. And so honestly, over, you know, the years of being a trainer and recording myself like time and time and time again, it's actually made me so much more proficient and efficient in the way that I move through space and the way that I exercise, execute exercises. It's really gotten me very particular about tempo and really spending time going slow and controlling the movement pattern. Um, It's really been so eye opening for me, you know, to do that. And I truly believe that that's a huge reason why I've been able to see the results that I've seen. Because if I would have never recorded those videos and seen myself move through space, I wouldn't have known to correct the tempo, I wouldn't have known, you know, to take the movement pattern through the full range of motion instead of, you know, cutting reps off or, you know, really creating that mind muscle connection and ensuring like, am I using the right muscle group, you know, as I'm working through, you know, these things. And so having those form videos, you know, for me, were so crucial early on when I was making the content and doing things like that, because it really did force me to evaluate, you know, how I looked moving through space. And now I can voice how important that is to my clients. And I, and I know the impact that it makes for them, you know, as they're working through all the different exercises, and especially like the newer exercises, exercises you may have never done before. Like it's so crucial to truly own the movement. And that's what I always tell my clients is like, before we start pushing the load, before we start, you know, loading up the barbell or loading up the weight, you know, own the movement pattern. And as I'm talking about form videos and videos in general, it really made me think of just a quick story I wanted to tell you guys about not being afraid to suck and not being afraid to maybe fail. Um, Early during the early stages of me becoming a trainer, as I was posting that content, you know, out there on social media and things like that, you know, I obviously was stumbling, falling a little bit, some things would work, some things wouldn't. And I was trying to kind of just figure out, you know, how to execute it in the first place. And I actually reached out to someone, you know, who obviously who has a pretty, you know, sizable audience and, you know, someone who I definitely respect a lot in the fitness industry and you know i just shot my shot and was like hey man like would love to have you like evaluate my content evaluate my page and you know he was just blatantly honest and he, he's one of those kind of, kind of people that's why i really like him and as you guys know i'm pretty honest myself um, in the way that i deliver certain topics and principles and things like that but um he was just very direct and he's like 
dude, the pictures suck. Uh, I would lean into videos. And I was like, instead of me just like, you know, bitching about it and being like, damn, like, and taking it to heart and emotionally, I was just like, okay, check on to the next. And then I just pivoted, adapted, stopped doing as many of the shitty pictures that I was doing and recording. And I started recording more videos and doing what he said. And, and so it's just another, it's a perfect life lesson. You know, don't like take things, you know, to heart really use them as tools. You know, when people give you that kind of advice, um, it's not for nothing. You know, while you have to obviously filter who you take that advice from, like don't just be, you know, listening to what everybody tells you and and all the naysayers. But, you know, if you have someone that you respect who's who's been there, done that, you know, they're kind of living, you know, through some of the principles that you want to eventually live through, um, you know, that's that's someone that you can take and seek advice from. And I took what he said, I implemented it, changed, adapted, and kept going. And that's the biggest thing to realize is, you know, we, we can't be afraid of that. We can't be afraid to have someone tell us and give us that, you know, crucial, um, very blatantly honest feedback sometimes. We got to take that as a tool and use it moving forward. And I don't think you'd be where you are today, like with how you deliver your content and how educational it is and like the good quality, if it wasn't for that conversation, you being willing to like open yourself up to someone you respect and being willing to be like, hey, this sucks. <laughs> you know? And I think that also goes into one last thing I want to say before we send you guys off today. But don't take advice from someone you're not willing to trade places with. And like, obviously, this episode isn't just about like taking advice and, and investing in yourself and all these things. It's like, be willing to suck. But a lot of people are afraid to suck because of opinions of others. If it's someone you, do, you don't want to trade places with, whether that's financially, where they're at in their career, what their lifestyle looks like, don't take their advice, honestly. Like, take advice from people you look up to, respect to, and would gladly trade places with and be like, I, in one year, I want to be where they are. And that's what Zach did. He was like, I want to be where this man is someday. So I'm going to implement what he said. I'm not going to crawl back into a shell and crawl back into a hole. And a lot of people would have done that. Honestly, I'm very sensitive. And I probably would have been like, I'm not posting on Instagram for like a month until I figure it out. And it's perfect. But you were like, I just want to on his feedback. I'm yeah. just like, yo, shoot it to me straight and I'll, I'll, I'll change. Yeah. And I think that more people need to be like that, myself included. So I respect that story. And it's one of my favorites. So thank you for sharing. <laughs> to send you guys off. First of all, I want to give you guys a little preface. We are going to Arizona this weekend. We're going to be interviewing Jeremy Scott for our podcast. I'm going to include the episode down below that. Zach did with him on his podcast back in June and it's really amazing and it really lays the foundation for like their story like how Zach found him how he's impacted him as like a mentor from afar and also just to hear like Jeremy's story and his podcast is amazing you guys will definitely catch on to it after I link it but we'll be interviewing him this weekend on Friday and we'll get it out to you this weekend Sunday or Monday when we get back um, from our trip but we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, a little Motivation Monday. And if you share this on your story, please tag us, tag our Life Rewired. Leave us a review if you listen to these episodes. Obviously, this whole podcast is free content. And we are just so passionate about it. I even had one of my former clients say, like, I still feel like Christina's my coach from the reverse dieting episode because we give so much free value. So please leave us a review, five stars. Share it with a friend. It means the world to us to grow this audience and grow the Life Rewired family. So tag us, share it on your story, subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace out, guys.